Welcome to the Pageantry Podcast. And today's very, very special Pageantry Podcast guest is our new Miss America 2014, Nina Davalori. Nina, thank you for calling in today. Thank you for having me. Well, I know we've had trouble catching up with each other, your schedule, my schedule, but we made it happen <laughs> and we're excited to have you here today. Great, I'm excited. And I know you're in between appearances today, so we're going to jump right into it if you're ready. And uh, Yeah, I'm down. Okay. With the return of Miss America to Atlantic City, what was the energy like during competition week? Oh, my goodness. It was amazing. I can't even begin to explain. The Atlantic City just welcomed us back with open arms. The community, the support that that we've received as contestants, I mean, they really rolled out the red carpet for us and we they made us feel like celebrities the entire time and it was it was such an honor to be part of such a historic class. And and you are celebrities in Atlantic City. Did you and the contestants feel the historical connection at the famed Boardwalk Hall? Absolutely. We'd heard about this magnificent runway and I had never been to Miss America when it was in Atlantic City, and so to see just standing there in Boardwalk Hall, I'll have that moment like, wow, this is so big. (laughs) (laughs) And you're standing there on stage, and you're in this cavernous, huge room, and you look, and there seems like a runway that almost looks like an airport runway. Yeah, (laughs) it was ginormous. And then we got to walk the runway, which was an even cooler experience. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. When you're going down the runway, what are you thinking? Like, wow, this is something I've never experienced. This is really unique. Yeah, um, you know, for me, it was it was just that I was just taking it all in, and it was a once-in-a-lifetime experience and opportunity, so I just had fun. Mm-hmm. Kind of getting back to the competition and its after effects, you know, as the first Miss America of Indian descent, how important is this in such a diverse melting pot as America? Oh, I think it's very timely um, as an organization moving forward from here. And I've always viewed Miss America as the girl next door. That's been the image and brand for, you know, for ages. And it's such an American icon. But the girl next door is evolving as the diversity in America evolves. Mm -hmm. And so to finally have a reach a new demographic of younger girls who are watching Miss America and feeling like they can, you know, relate to her on a different level. Mm -hmm. And, of course, unique to Miss America in a lot of the glamour industry Talent is a large portion of the phenomenon. Now, you actually trained with a famous Bollywood choreographer, correct? I did. Uh, he was great. He's actually the Bollywood choreographer from So You Think You Can Dance, and it's called Dave Mahajan. And when, after I won, so I actually performed a different talent than I did at Miss New York. Um, so this was not my state talent. And so after I won Miss New York, I reached out to him to see if he would he would be willing to work with me, and he was so excited. We were both so mutually excited to work with each other, which was really great. And so I flew out there for two days and trained with him and learned my talent and, and got it done. And it was amazing to have that opportunity. And I would be remiss if I didn't pass along a congratulations from my wife, who is Russian, who obviously grew up on the Bollywood films. Oh, really? Yeah, so she was excited to actually see the uh, talent. Uh, competition and have said them you did a great job so from my wife's Nizana to you congratulations thank you You of course you know you've had a huge media run here and there's been talk and things going back and forth all over the place and sometimes the internet has been called the angriest place on earth how have you handled the unwarranted criticism 
Well, it was something that I somewhat expected because they were similar. I had a similar response when I won the title of Miss New York. And I knew that should I win the title of Miss America, that the same sort of remarks would probably be made again. And so the silver lining with everything that happened is that for every one negative tweet or comment or post, I received hundreds and now thousands of positive words of encouragement and support from Americans all across the country and, and people around the world, for that matter. And to, to have that kind of support is, is really incredible. Excellent. You know, and you just mentioned New York, and you are now the second woman in consecutive competitions to capture the title. Has Mallory Hagan, your predecessor, been able to offer any advice? Yeah, definitely. You know, I always say that, well, kind of getting into the role now, it's thinking it's in a little, but, you know, you can, everyone tells you about the job, and you kind of have a feeling of what it might entail, but no one can prepare you for the job until you start doing it. <laughs> so you learn a lot when, once you actually start doing it, and I've, I've definitely learned a lot. You know, I hear this at the beginning of every year of service, and then there, there's a whole other uh, viewpoint at the end of the year of service. We talk yeah. about how much I'm have sure. you covered, how much sleep have you lost. You know, and, and it's great that, you know, yes, they can give all the advice that they can, but you really have to live the life to really fully understand it. Right. Absolutely. You know, and, and going back to, you know, our diverse demographic, especially here in America, talk to us a little bit about Circles of Unity. Well, that was actually my campaign when I was my, when I was Miss Syracuse, which was my local title. And then I carried that, obviously, when I went, when I was Miss New York and worked with it. And now I've launched it nationally as Miss America. And so I've asked everyone to tweet pictures or comments or thoughts and videos about cultural awareness and hashtag circles of unity. So it's really meant to just open up a insightful discussion and conversation about cultural competency on social media. And I think it's a, it's been a great resource and tool. Excellent. And that would be hashtag circles of unity, correct? Yes. Excellent. And of course, the very next morning we were there on the boardwalk and I know you probably hadn't had a lot of sleep. There's a lot of excitement running. But from your first Good Morning America appearance following your win, you have been on a huge media blitz. Can you tell us a little bit about it? It's been very surreal, I suppose. Um, it's just been one thing. The first week was literally 6 a.m. to sometimes 7 p.m., just media interviews back to back to back. And it was just a wonderful opportunity for me to actually be able to talk so much about my platform and how relevant and how timely it was. So... Um, I enjoyed I enjoyed being able to share my message. Mm -hmm. And recently, you had the opportunity to meet President Clinton. I did. <laughs> did he have anything to say to you? It looks like in the picture you're talking. What What's he saying? <laughs> <laughs> um, he congratulated me and said that he was very proud and thanked me so much for coming to the Clinton Global Initiative, which was the appearance that I was at. And so that was a very exciting moment. <laughs> mm -hmm. And you even had a shout out from President Obama. Yeah, well, yeah, and he actually, you know, President Clinton knew exactly who I was before I even introduced, you know, before I even met him, so that was kind of cool. Yeah. And, and you said that it's still been a little surreal, but has the realization of the Miss America crown become a reality? <laughs> Not really, and I don't think it will until perhaps I pass it on. <laughs> um, it's a very exciting, exciting year ahead of me. And live the moment, live the day. Yes. <laughs> How do you plan on keeping yourself energized with the Miss America travel schedule? 
Well, one great thing that we did, I think, for the first time this year was I just did, last night, I did a fundraising class or charity promo for Flywheel, and that was one of the workouts that I really loved doing in preparation for Miss Americans and before, really, all of that. Um, I enjoy spin classes, and so that was a really great way to just, you know, work out, meet people, and keep my energy, or get my energy going, I guess. Um, so hopefully we'll have fun things like that planned into the schedule. Spin classes, really? I'm a guy who can't do motion sickness very well. <laughs> it's really fun. <laughs> you have a long year ahead of you, an exciting year. What do you look forward to most in your upcoming year of service? I personally, even at a, as a local contestant, my favorite appearances were always the Children's Miracle Network hospitals, especially, you know, that's my field of my career path, and so I think I have a very personal close connection with it. But for me, it's really about when you see the Miracle Children and you walk into that hospital, they really have no idea who you are or why you're there. All they think is that a princess has walked in for the day. And to see that smile on those children's faces, that genuine, heartfelt smile, it just, it really melts your heart, and it's, it's, it's one of the best feelings in the world. So I'm really looking forward to a lot of those. And of course, for a moment, for a day, it takes their mind off of their challenges. Right, exactly. Yeah, the Miss America organization is known as the largest scholarship provider for women in the world. How have you personally benefited from your time within the organization? Oh, my gosh, in so many ways. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. But in terms of scholarship, I started competing in the Miss America's Upstanding Team program. And I was 16 when I did started competing in that. And I was first runner-up to Miss America's Outstanding Team. And through that competition, I won $25,000 in scholarship money. And with that money and the help of my parents, I was able to graduate debt-free from the University of Michigan. And so I took about a five-year hiatus from the Miss America organization and then am now in the process of applying to medical school. And I honestly had no means to pay for my education. <laughs> I, and so this was one way or avenue, I suppose, for me to pursue that. And so I started competing, and I won $10,000 as Miss New York and an additional $50,000 when I won Miss America. So I now have sixty grand to put towards medical school. And is there a particular field that you're looking to specialize in? Uh, my degree in undergrad was in brain behavior and cognitive science, and I really loved that. But I feel so psychiatry is definitely on the radar, um, but I feel like it might change once I actually start rotating in different fields of medicine. So definitely keeping my options open. Is there a wish list on the University of Choice? <laughs> I would love to go to SUNY Upstate. Um, it's in Syracuse. That would be my first choice. But again, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Keeping my options open. And you're going to have many options. How has your family dealt with your newfound celebrity? Oh, my goodness. My parents are actually very quiet people. <laughs> so I think this has been shocking for them. Um, but, you know, of course, they're very proud, and it's really very special to share this year with them. Mm -hmm. have, have you had a chance to talk with uh, Miss America's Outstanding Teen, Leah? I have not. Hopefully I will. Um, I'll be in Orlando next week, I believe, so hopefully we'll, we'll get a chance to catch up for a little bit. I hope so. When I talked to her yesterday, she was actually on her way to Nashville today. Oh, bummer. But she may be down here. We're going to see. Yeah. We're, we're trying to get everybody together. Is there I hope so. anything that you really look forward to that's outside of a highlight, a bucket list? Saying, this I have got to see. This is one place I've got to go to. 
that you really want to make sure uh, yeah. that... What is it? That's so funny you ask, because there were two that I really <laughs> wanted to do with Miss America. And one of them was, I, I would love to travel to India, and hopefully that will happen. We're not sure yet exactly if, if it's possible, but we'll see. And the second was to attend the University of Michigan football game, the Michigan versus Ohio State. And uh -oh. they actually reached out to me and made that happen. Really? I'm so excited that I will actually be able to attend that game, and it's it's going to be awesome. So I'm really excited. Well, I'll tell you, as a Florida Gator who's ex-coach Urban Myers at Ohio State, Go Michigan! <laughs> <laughs> yes, go blue. So I'm going to be with you on that one regardless. Um, is there anything that you'd like to touch upon that maybe I didn't bring up? I just want to say a genuine heartfelt thank you to so many people that have said lovely words of encouragement. I, I really just can't thank, thank, thank them enough, so thank you. Mm -hmm. And basically my last question was, are there any acknowledgments, any shout-outs, people that you'd like to recognize who have been instrumental in your growth as a young woman as your road has traveled to Miss America? Yeah. Uh, my parents and my, my sister, definitely. Um, they have seen me through the good, bad, the ugly, and have really molded me into the person that I am today. So I, I give it all to them. And kudos to all that have been with you along the way. I appreciate your call in today. I look forward to catching up with you, hopefully while you're here in Orlando and throughout the year. Our special guest today has been none other than Miss America, Nina Dabalori. Nina, thank you so much. Thank you for having me.